three-star safety Leroy Roker has committed to the Buckeyes. Myself, Jeremy Birmingham, and Andrew Ellis are going to be breaking down the commitment, what it means for Ohio State, and what the Buckeyes are getting with Leroy Roker. Andrew, commitment number 22 is in the bag for Ohio State. It's Leroy Roker. It was a two-week-long uh, recruitment and leading to this commitment on Wednesday. Obviously, I think people are going to look at it from the outside looking in and say, okay, three-star guy. He only has two other uh, you know, Division One offers with Miami and Iowa. Not that big a deal. But at the same time, Ohio State desperately needs a safety in this class alongside Jalen McClain. It doesn't mean that they're done at the position. And you're getting a pretty talented two-sport athlete who reminds some people at Ohio State of a I want to say like a poor man's Malik Hooker. So it, like that's a pretty good way to get a developmental guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, quick turnaround time on this one, you know, from the time to offer to visit and now the commitment. And like you said, people are going to see those three stars and kind of get a, you know, get a weird feeling in their tummies about this one. But I would encourage people to watch his uh, midseason highlights from his senior film. And you can definitely see some of that. I don't, again, don't want to compare him to one of the best Ohio State, State safeties over the last couple of decades. But if you watch his tape, you can see him covering a ton of ground, playing that kind of single high safety role. And quite frankly, that's exactly what they've been looking for to uh, to go along with Jalen McClain. So I, I like this pickup. I think it's going to be interesting to see kind of how the remainder of his senior season goes. We talked about Iowa knowing what they're doing at safety and in the defensive backfield. They wanted this kid bad. Miami just offered. So um, I would say watch the highlight tape and not just look at those three little stars. Yeah, if there's a group of Ohio State fans that are disappointed in, in landing a three-star unranked, you know, by most people prospect, understand there's nobody more disappointed today than Iowa because they thought they had no stolen one here and had really believed that they had this found a, a diamond in the rough. I think the comparisons to Hooker are are where people will probably get caught up, in, you know, as far as data points wise. But I look back at when Malik was a high school senior in the class of 2014. He was a three-star prospect from the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. Who's a dynamic basketball player. That's really where the difference is between Hooker and, Ro and Roker. Malik was probably a touch more like twitched up, but you can see, as you mentioned on the film, the ability to go sideline to sideline is there. Very rangy. He's long. And this is why Ohio State was going after a player like Roker, perhaps a bit more aggressively than someone like Reggie Powers, who recently decommitted from Michigan State, because the body type, he's long, he's, he's lengthy. He's only, you know, he's about six foot and a half, a touch under six one. But you can see that there's a body type that, that really fits well with what they're doing. And then you add in the component that he's a point guard on his high school basketball team, a very good basketball player. I think that mindset of being the point guard is really something that you, Ohio State's wanting. It, it's the, the position they've been missing since Jordan Fuller left. And again, not trying to compare anybody to Malik Hooker or Jordan Fuller uh, point for point, but if you look at a guy like this, you see him dropping back, reading, reacting, sideline to sideline, and that's like that's just not a type of safety Ohio State has in their room right now, and not one they have in the class of 2024 with Jalen McLean, who's more like a Malik Hartford type. So it's a complimentary piece, but as I said earlier, I don't think it necessarily means Ohio State has to be done either. Yeah, I think three was kind of the number we have kind of thought all along they were going to be shooting for. Obviously, you've missed, they've missed out on a couple of their high-end guys, um, and that's kind of been a common theme of late, but I'm interested to see where Perry Eliano goes from here. And 
it's important to know, you know, they're not going to need McLean or Roker here to really step into an immediate role. They've got some depth there, even with some Lathan Ransom and guys like that departing here. But, you know, think about a guy like Kai Stokes uh, last spring, spring of 2022. He was he was the next big thing. And now he's still kind of waiting his turn. So it's it doesn't have to be an immediate turnaround here for these guys. Yeah, and I think the decision of guys like Kai Stokes is actually what will make or break the decision Ohio State makes moving forward because you can look at this class of 2024 and say, hey, we need another prep guy in this class, a guy like Quentin Reddish, who I talked about on the last episode of Talking Stuff, Virginia Tech commitment from North Carolina. Another, he, He's body type, almost like a Josh Proctor type size. So you have options like that out there who you can still pursue to Ryan Nichols is a more of that slot safety that 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 uh, cover, you know, interior guy that that maybe fits. We'll see if he's interested. I don't I don't know if he's actually interested in 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 what Ohio State's offering him. And, and but then there's obviously the transfer portal. Like there are ways you can approach this. Ohio State will lose Josh Proctor. They will lose Lathan Ransom. Then you have the Jihad Carter. The Cam Martinez, the Kai Stokes, those are three players that are not playing a lot of football for Ohio State in 2023. And each one of those guys will have to make their own decision about their future. Jahad Carter maybe tries for the NFL. Maybe he comes back and, and adds a, a depth piece you didn't really expect to have next year. Cam Martinez, will his, this is his fourth year. Maybe he decides he wants to play offense and tries to go find somewhere else to do that. Kai Stokes, as you mentioned, hasn't played and and is been passed up by Malik Hartford and a few other guys. So how do you know what he's going to do? And then you have Jaden Bonsu and a couple other guys, but like you still need depth here. Sonny Styles you get for one more year. So um, I, I really like this pickup of Leroy Roker. And again, as I said on Talking Stuff a week ago, like if I had to choose between evaluation and development of defensive back talent in the last four years, I would pick Iowa. And so they – watched this kid early. They offered him before anyone else, um, and they really thought they had him until Ohio State offered. And it speaks to the power of the Ohio State brand, right? I mean, this is a situation. This kid was offered two weeks ago, and within four days, it was making an official visit. Four, five days later, he's committed to Ohio State. Yeah, like I said, quick turnaround time. I was kind of wondering if that Miami offer might you know, make him delay things a little bit. Obviously, that wasn't the case. He uh, he clearly saw all that he needed to see in Columbus this past weekend, and a uh, nice win for Perry, Perry Eliano. When when you look at a guy like this, I mean, again, uh, the fan the fan base reaction is going to be muted without question, and and justifiably so. If, if the kid was a home run superstar, he would have been offered by everyone a year ago. Now that he's committed to Ohio State, maybe he won't pick up some of the other offers that he may have otherwise done because. You know that once that star starts to rise, people jump on 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 the boat. You know, Florida. I'm surprised hasn't offered at this point. We'll see if Florida, Florida State, you know, those schools, Georgia, still looking for safety help in their class of 2024 as well. With Kai, you know, KJ Bolden committed to Florida State. I mean, there, there's some interesting things still in in play here. But what you really like with Leroy Roker is that Ohio State identified him, went out, made sure they saw him in person on the on the off week. That was when Perry Eliana went there. And then watched him practice, watched all of his film the first six games. You know, they're seeing more than we're seeing in this huddle film. Like, they're seeing the full game. So, it's not just the good plays. They're, they they know where the, the opportunities are to improve. Um, and, like, that's a, it's a real thorough but short evaluation. And it shows how people, you know, how Ohio State always seems to have a backup plan. Yeah, they do. And, you know, I 
I loved uh, Caleb Downs and KJ Bolden just as much as the next guy. But and sometimes these rankings are I don't know a bunch about Roker's history. I don't know if he camped or did all the camp circuit stuff. Um, but again, just you know, just pop in that huddle tape. It's pretty good. And like you said, Ohio State they've gotten to see far more than we'll ever get to see as far as high school film. So just I guess you just got to trust Perry Eliano right now. Yeah, and this maybe is another situation where if, if Roker, who plays at Bishop Verrett High School in Fort Myers, it's not like the best area of Florida for high school football. And so you do wonder if maybe there was some like some people backing off or not maybe getting a chance to see as much there because the competition in that region isn't the same as it is the rest of the state. Maybe it's because maybe they thought he was more focused on basketball. I don't know. Um, what I do know is that Ohio State wasted no time once they saw his his film in getting Perry Eliano down there to meet with him. And obviously the official visit, which happened over the Maryland game weekend, he got into town on Saturday. And by the time he left and got home on Monday night, it, the decision was made. So clearly Ohio State did a, a real great job with this official visit. They don't do a lot of in-season official visits, but if they all go like this, maybe they should try more of them. Yeah, I'm with you on that. We'll see a couple more positions of need here that might blow up during the during the season here in the next month or so, new offers are going out right and left right now, it seems like, especially 2025, but there's some 2024 ones going out too. Um, but no, I like an offer like this. I, I'm happy with the commitment, and every, I think Ohio State fans should celebrate everyone, whether it's got three stars or five stars next to the kid's name. Yeah, and uh, as you mentioned, a couple other defensive line offers. We talked about one last week to Florida commit, uh, and then this week uh, Ohio State offered Deshaun Warner a Kansas commitment from Arizona some conversation about both of those guys being on campus for the Penn State game. So who knows? Maybe you have another quick turnaround in the near future. Uh, but for now, Leroy Roker is commitment number 22. Rivals.com has Ohio State as the number one ranked recruiting class in the country. Um, so the Buckeyes add a little bit of distance between them and Georgia, who has 26 commits uh, at that spot. But overall, your point is well made. Like Celebrate them all. Be glad that this kid saw something at Ohio State that Ohio State fans uh, should you know be appreciative of. So that's all we got. That's uh, Leroy Roker, commitment number 22. He's Andrew Ellis. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been a commitment analysis on the podcast. We'll see you later.